0: Dad's Net original podcast.
1: Hi Mel, that's JK doing weird eyes down the camera and this is Dad's Net's JK and podcast. Um, This week we're joined by Babatunde Aleshe, the fantastic actor. I didn't know much about his acting career but he was a fantastic fantastic actor who then moved into comedy uh who you'll know from celebrity goggle box and his time in the jungle in i'm a celebrity eating all sorts of goodies uh he appeared he's also appeared in the walking dead eastenders and doctor who and we caught up with him and let's just say this guy i <laughs> <laughs> JK you right? take is over someone, Chip in is, Help me is out someone, tick, <laughs> is someone tickling you Under the table
0: there Or something <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish I just didn't know Where I was going with that Because Because we were recording This intro before I think so No no don't give away, away The secrets it.
0: Don't I give know, away the I should secrets have capped it. I should You should just have capped just it. Left it at that And gone right. So anyway We really hope you enjoy The interview Here yeah, is sorry, Babatunde okay. That's what you okay. should have done But let, f- forget it It's done now Enjoy the interview
1: No no no, 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 I want to do it, now, I want to do it. He also appeared in The Walking Dead, EastEnders and Doctor Who. It is Babatunde Aleshe. Enjoy. Well, Babatunde Aleshe, I've pronounced that right, yeah?
0: Yeah, perfect.
1: Okay, amazing, I've been practising. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a pleasure to have you with us. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on JKNL Podcast. How How's life? How's things going?
0: Yeah, life is good, things are going well, um... Yeah, no complaints, man. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I'm enjoying myself. I feel guilty sometimes saying that I'm enjoying myself. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. we're living in tough times yeah. now. So, but I, I can definitely say I'm blessed, bro. Yeah.
1: Oh, amazing. Um, and and just uh, you know, uh, just for those who are listening. Tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us about the age of your kids and and yeah, just kind of give us a quick intro.
0: Yeah, so uh yeah, Babatinde Leshe. I am a stand-up comedian and actor. Uh been married now seven years, got a child who is six, six-year-old boy, my boy Judah. And I currently have one on the way, you know. So me and my wife were expecting our second and, uh, we're six months gone. And so we are, well, actually seven months now. So we're, we're very much, um, we're happy, man. We're just looking forward to being parents again. It's just exciting times. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How
1: the a gap of six years. Mm. You've, you've come out of, you know, you're well out of kind of nappy and like early walking and all of that kind of real, uh, like baby stuff. There's two, there's two schools of thought, isn't there? There's one is like, okay, have a big gap so that you're not doing it all at once. But then there's other school of thought saying do it all at once, just get it all done and out of the way. So how are you feeling about that age
0: gap? I'm not going to lie. I am of the school of get it all out at once, but uh, after we had our first child, we were like, "Oh my lord!" <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, "Do we want to do this again?" Because it is a lot. Yeah, but um, we
1: need some time to recover. Approximately yeah, six years.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we definitely needed time to recover because our son, like, full of energy, and you know, it, it, it even till now, he is still very much. He's a clingy child. He's very very clingy. He needs a lot of love and attention. And, um, like he still sneaks into our bed, even at six. And I'm just like, you know, you're about, I'm like, you're about to be seven next month. Like at some point, like you're a grown man right now. In my mind, you're a grown man. You need a job. You know, (laughs) (laughs) send him out, send him down the mines. (laughs) You know, I'm just like, dude, like, you know what I mean? But uh, that, that gap, um, definitely, now we're happy about it because we're just like, you know, he's looking forward to being a big brother and we can tell that he's going to be, you know, protective and all of that. So he'll definitely be able to help, especially when he gets a bit older. He will be our babysitter. We won't need to pay anybody anymore. Our eldest son will do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. It's it's cheap internal labour. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just make make your uh brother or sisters uh make their breakfast for them. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you man. can do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, mate.
1: I, I say that. So I've got an 18-year-old stepson, and oh. then I've got ten and eight years old, or soon to be eleven and nine years old. Yeah. And um and I and I must say, I don't think you listen to this, so I think it's fine I can say this out there, but it it's not overly helpful sometimes. <laughs> You know, if you go and uh can you just do the sit with him whilst he's having dinner and then like you'll come in and it'll just be carnage. Why oh aren't you, are you watching? Like yeah, nah. uh-uh. So I hate
0: to break it to you, but
1: Yeah. Um okay. I'm looking
0: forward to it though, like like yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So tell me about the tour. So you've got a tour coming up. How are you how are you um like in your head kind of marrying up a six year old, one on the way, and a and a tour?
0: I mean, uh, so I'm actually on on a break from my tour. Uh, We started in January, uh, just gone on a break uh, from June. And so I've got like a little bit, like I've got like three, four months before I go back onto the tour. And my child, my second is coming two weeks before I go back on the road. It's due two weeks before I go back on the road. I'm kind of dreading things. I'm not going to lie because you know, I I I love kids, I love babies, I wanna be there to to see everything and I'm gonna be on the roads. And so that is a bit I'm not gonna lie, I'm a bit on a downer about that, but it is what it is. You know, it's what I've signed up for. Uh but I I thank God for FaceTime, I will say that, because then I'm I always get to phone in and see like you know my wife and the baby and see how everybody is doing and so i'll be able to like you know still be there uh through through technology i'll say that but it's one of those things where it's um it's i don't know man it, it you have to juggle a lot but it's it's what we sign up for man when we become adults and when we become parents man it's what we sign up for you yeah. got to work and you just gotta get out there and grind I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, every dad, regardless of your job to a degree,
1: every dad is going to have to go back to work and, and just, you know, get on with, with, you know, providing and putting the roof over, over your family's head and, and, and all of that. But how, like, what's the best strategy to deal with that? Like, is it to just throw yourself into it? And when you're there, like be, be present with work, do the best you can do. Like what, what's your approach to that?
0: Yeah, I'd say my approach is definitely that. Definitely uh throwing myself into the work and being so dedicated and focused on that. But then any time I have a moment to communicate with my family, I always do. So I'm constantly always checking in, even before, um you know, even before we knew that we were pregnant, uh, I was always calling in and just asking my wife, like, hey, how's things? Talking to my son. You know, and then when we found out that we were pregnant, I was just always constantly checking on her. How are you doing today? Is there anything you need me to send you? Do you want me to call my mom, my sister to come down and help you with, you know, this and that and all of this? So yeah, it's just constant communication. That's, that's number one, but also, um, understanding that when I'm at work, I'm at work, you know, and, and just if you need me, leave me a message or leave a message with my tour manager. And, you know, once I get off stage or whatever that I'm doing, I'll hit my wife straight up. But like what I love about our family is the fact that, uh, when I've, when I'm gone for tour, my wife's mum always steps in. So she always comes down and she stays and she helps my wife out with things, you know, even, you know, uh, regardless of pregnancy, she's always just making sure she'll come maybe like three times a week and, help out, you know, cleaning, whatever. She just, she's, she's just a grandma that just, she understands what it is, you know, yeah. so she just, yeah, you know, she helps out. And that's a beautiful example. Yeah. yeah.
1: I must say, like, we have been very fortunate for in in our setup to have grandparents close by. Yeah. And I, I know people who are not in that situation. Yeah. And I'm so incredibly grateful most of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, there's always that moment where you think, oh, it's a bit too close. But no, yeah. it, you know, overall it is it's so much more
0: helpful. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> um, with the, with the tool yeah. uh, and with your show, how much inspiration do you get from your life as a dad? Because life as a dad is filled with like curveballs and like just, I was gonna say shit happening all the yeah. time, but and, I mean like literal shit happening yeah, all yeah. the time. Like, so how much of kind of your, you know, your life as dad do you take and use as inspiration for your shows?
0: A lot of inspiration. Me being a father, has taught me so much, but also given me tons of things to talk about because there's always some, there's always something that's happening. Like, uh, whether it's school or just taking my son to like, you know, see cousins or family or just even going down to the local park to the playground. Something is always happening. And my son is such a character that it's hard not to draw inspiration from you know, things that happen. So there's so many stories, things that I'm still constructing right now before I even put them out in terms of as, as, as uh, little bits of stand up material. But yeah. I'm always constantly being inspired just from, uh, fatherhood. And, uh, even when I talk to like friends, you know, some of my friends that are dads as well, we're always exchanging like little stories or, or comparing like things. Uh, similar things that happens to like all fathers you know what I mean so yeah there's constant inspiration yeah. man I'm, and my son has definitely inspired the title which is called Baba Hood uh, so yeah
1: give us a, a story I don't want to no, know spoilers from the show because I, I, I think obviously we, people want to go but give us like I don't know there must be a story like from your experience that's just made you like it's stuck with you it's like this is
0: just one of the I don't know, best or worst times that's well, happened. One, one of the things that happened that's a, that's a big story was when my son was uh, racially abused. I've, sp- I've spoken about this before, but that's a story that sticks mm. out. Um, and the reason why it wow. sticks out is because, you know, he was four at the time. He was only four years old. And he, he was um, racially abused by another kid uh, in his mm. class in school. Uh, just before wow. they entered into class. And I remember I witnessed the whole thing. I was there standing right next to my son and he wasn't aware of what just happened. And I don't think that the, the child that, um, said what he said was even aware of the impact of what he said because he, that child was four as well. And, you know, it got a bit, uh, heated with the parents, but, um, ultimately it was just me protecting my son and you know I, all is all is well now you know hold no grudges and anything yeah. like that but that's a that's a story that that um uh impacts us a lot and the reason why it does is because I always knew that at some point I'm gonna have to have excuse me a conversation about race concerning my son I just never knew it would be that early in his life, and so yeah, that's a story that always sticks out. You know,
1: i I can imagine, and and it, you know, y- you shouldn't ha- you shouldn't have to have the conversation. No, full stop. No, at all. You certainly shouldn't have to have the conversation at four exactly. years old, and and I guess, like, I presume that that other child has heard language or, or whatever that, you know, whatever was, uh, whatever name was used or whatever. And, and, and you just think it shouldn't be happening at all. So what, what's your sort of, um,
0: you know, how are you continuing that conversation with him? Oh, so we have like, what's, what's great now is that there's a lot of books, like a lot of children's books that, um, celebrate, um, uh, skin, just skin color. I'll say it like that. And so we've got this book and it's just like, you know, my skin tone and it talks about all the different skin tones in the world and just saying, you know, everybody is, uh, accepted and every skin is, and skin color is great. And so that's how we, um, combated that because we asked him, you know, do you understand what happened? And even till today, we still ask him like, Hey, you know, how's things at school and anyone said mm. anything concerning your skin or this, that, that, and everybody's fine. I think that incident kind of put a stop to it all, but also uh, let the teachers know that they need to uh, be mindful yeah. of, of that conversation with the children quite early on, because you know how kids are. Once they start understanding the differences between them, uh, it just, it goes beyond, oh, I'm a boy, you're a girl. It goes to your black, your white, your brown, your this, your that. So, um, we are always, uh, how can I say, reminding our son through education and also through conversations that he's, um, there's, he's perfectly fine. He's perfectly normal. There is nothing wrong with him. And here are some children's books that, uh, can affirm that and, and celebrate that, celebrate those differences. And so, yeah, that's, and and he loves, you know, his culture and his skin and everything like that. There's, yeah. there's never been anything wrong with that, but it's, you know, how it is with children. They can, um, uh, they can, they can, they, there's a way that children know how to, uh, really put a damper on things, but yeah,
1: yeah. Well, they can be cruel, like yeah, can be really awful without really even knowing. knowing the this is it. this is it. How, yeah. do you know what I mean? And, and that's a learnt behaviour, I imagine, or they've picked yeah. up stuff. And like, that, well, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to
0: say. I say all of that really nice and calmly and, you know, all of that very, very pretty the way I said it. But, dude, the day it happened, I flipped out. <laughs> yeah, I bet, Oh, dude, I bet. the Tottenham, the Tottenham in me came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? I went full on Tottenham and I was just like, dude, someone is going to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, the,
1: the, the thing is, right, and, and I, you know, I can share... Um, you know, my experience from the other side of it, because, uh, obviously Ted, uh, my son, my youngest Ted, he's eight years old. He's, he saw, or rather he heard about, um, the Black Lives Matter and the demonstrations over the States and bits and pieces up on the news and things. And he was only, he must've been sort of six or so at the time, but, you know, so he's art. he has asked questions and it's, and it's the same conversation, but just like the other way, like everybody's different, yeah. uh, but everyone is the same. Yeah. It's it, like how you yeah. kind of, you know, teach that. And, and, and I think like that's probably, uh, where parents of Children who, uh, you know, that that particular child, you know, oh, I, don't, I don't want to necessarily be over over judgmental, but well, actually, I do want to be over yeah, judgmental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be around the bush. I do, um, like parents really need to kind of fix up, and they really need oh, to yeah. teach their kids oh, about yeah. all of those, uh, like celebrating differences, yeah, and yeah, yeah. everyone is on an equal, and all of that kind of stuff. So there is a massive responsibility on parents to to teach that, whether it's from well, from whatever background, culture, whatever you're from, it's the same same lesson. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, okay, so obviously you won't want to have a repeat of that with um, your one on the way. Mm. Is it? Did you, did you say it was a daughter? Do you know if it's a boy or girl? Oh, we're not revealing that yet. We're not
0: revealing that yet. Oh, yeah fine. fine. But
1: you know. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, okay, so boy or girl. So whatever's on route. Um, obviously we don't want a repeat of that, but kind of what other parts of the parenting journey are you thinking, oh God, I'm not sure I'm up for that again?
0: Um... I think that the whole getting into bed thing, the sneaking into the bed, I, I think if there's anything that annoys me the most, the the whole nappy changing thing, I'm fine with, but the sneaking into my bed, I cannot stand that because I'll be in my bed and next minute I'll wake up and I'm like, why is my back hurting? Why is this? And then I'll turn around <laughs> and my son has his foot wedged in between like me and my what and it's just like dude I can't, no I just can't you know and my, I, I, and my son like I said still to this day I sometimes I catch him sneaking in like he crawls on the floor <laughs> and he tries to go round like his thing is once I get past dad I'm good and then he stands up and walks to I'm in, I'm yeah in. you know what I mean so I catch him and I'm always <laughs> just like hey and I do this and then like, he just walks out grumbling. I, I don't, I. Do you open your eyes? Yeah, I is do. it, is
1: it like soft? Like, oh, you do like, yeah. you just like open your eyes nice and wide? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Room. Get to the no, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not want to repeat that. I, 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 I cannot stand it. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a funny thing. Like, I, 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 I don't know what your wife thinks about that, but in our situation as well, like, I'm the same as you. I'm a bit like, that's your bed. That's where you go to sleep. You're safe. You're loved. You're comfortable. You go to sleep and you wake up in the morning and we'll get on with the next day. As is Jen, my wife, she's like, no, he can, he can go to sleep in my bed. And I'm thinking, no, No.
0: that's my bed. (laughs) That's his best. Yes.
1: Like, how, is it a man thing? Is it a dad thing?
0: I don't know. Maybe it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be. And sometimes you get men who are like, uh, they want that. They're just like, yeah, come into the bed. So I think there's always one parent that's like more lenient than the other. I, I'm just like, dude, get out of here. You know what I mean? Cause my son is a, he's yeah. a big boy. Yeah. He's six now. He's big. Like you, you massive, bruv come out of my bed uh, the amount of money I spent on your bed and you're not sleeping in it you must be crazy big man go and sleep inside your room you got a cool room like your room is if I was a child I'd be like I love this room I'm not trying to leave this place go inside your room and stay uh, stay there bruv don't come inside my room (laughs)
1: Maybe you should, maybe you should flip that. You should use that. Like one day he'll come home from school, and you will have like a desk set up, like beautiful study, widescreen TV, maybe like a an Xbox set up in the corner, yeah. and and he'll and you'll be like, "This is my room now." If you want my room,
0: I'm using yours. That's like, it. I, I might just do that. Yeah, dude, I am petty <laughs> like that. Trust me, I will do something like that. But it uh, it's annoying. It is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, it is. It is. I,
1: I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, okay. And flip side of that, like, what are you most looking forward to doing again?
0: I am looking forward to all the stages, just witnessing all the stages, the, the, you know, uh, the crawling stage, you know, to, well, for them rolling over the first time and then the crawling to them walking. I love the baby smell, you know, the fresh baby smell. Oh my God, they need to like make a fragrance of that or something like (laughs) bottle, like capture that, that smell in a bottle. That is the most beautiful smell in the world, man. And I'm looking for even changing nappies. I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm looking forward to it all. I just, Mm. I I just want to see my baby, you know what I mean? I just can't wait for them. Like I get annoyed, like when my baby kicks in my wife's belly, I get annoyed because I'm just like, I want to see them now. Like all this kicking, I'm tired of the kicking, come out. Let me see you. Like I just yeah. want to see your face. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it all. I I love children.
1: Yeah. Do you think do you think that you will go through those phases with a different mentality now that you've done it?
0: Yeah, a lot more appreciation because it goes quick. You know, it goes so quick and I understand why mm. you know, back in there when my son was born and my wife was trying to film everything and and you know i was just like yeah yeah but i was just like sometimes i was just like dude he is literally just sitting there like relax babe like you know what (laughs) i'm saying like but now yeah i get it i just want to capture it all and just be in the moment because it goes by so quickly
1: so quick Mm. Yeah, yeah 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 it's absolute lightning i think as well like um there's a there is a like wanting to be present in that moment mm. like, so much more isn't it it's um yeah it's interesting mm. do you do you feel like cons not concerned that's the wrong word but is there are you worried that your time is now going to be split
0: oh yeah you know as, as- <laughs>
1: you're like i haven't thought
0: about that but i am yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, it's cool. You know what? But you're right. You are right.
0: It's like as I get busier, um, yeah, I'm not gonna be around as much, and I don't like that. But at the same time, I gotta provide. You know what I mean? And yeah, but you know, oh, this is what I'm looking forward to. Sorry, just sprung in my mind. You know, when the children they get to that stage where they're just obsessed with you as a dad. And every time you come back from work, they lose their mind. They absolutely go crazy. Like as you're mm-hmm. approaching the house, you can just hear them in the house going, daddy's out, daddy. And then when you open the door, they run to you and then they run off and they're this exa- I can't wait for that stage because yeah. when it goes, it goes like my son, he doesn't do that no more, you know? And I miss that because he used to lose yeah. his absolute mind. When I would come home and that was like, I would have a bad day at work and then I'd come home and, you know, my son would just absolutely make my day. Um, yeah. but now that my time is going to be even more limited to being at home, yeah, I'm a bit like, you know, got to make the most of everything. Every time I'm at home, got to make sure that I'm very present, you know, put work away and just be present with my children.
1: Yeah. 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 Um okay, I want to just leave the the, the the kids to one side we'll for a moment. Well, let's park them. What you've done, you've had some uh you've done some really cool shows. You've done um Celeb Gogglebox which I I think everyone in the nation at some point has sat on the sofa, looked at their partner and gone, "Oh, we'd be good on Gogglebox." Yeah, oh yeah. I think every, every, everyone's done it. Oh, yeah. Um uh, and also uh, obviously you've been in the jungle as well. What was what was
0: the jungle like? The jungle was scary. I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's um much more scary than people think. It's beautiful. I will say that I was very surprised. Like when I got into it, I was just like, wow, this is huge. I was like, this is bigger than I thought because on TV it looks small. But when you're there, you're like, this place is massive. And then the, the jungle itself, like outside of camp, it's just, that's just crazy. It is mental, but it's scary, man. It's, it plays with your mind. You're cut off from everything, everything you know. Every, you know, all your loved ones and stuff like that. Um, but it's an experience, one that I will cherish for the rest of my life. You only get to do that if you are a celebrity. And so I feel privileged, uh, to say that I've taken part, uh, in that, you know, even because when they asked me to do it, I was just like, yeah. I've been a celebrity for like two seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like all I did was sit on the couch with my brethren. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah yeah like it's still a privilege to be part of that show man but yeah man it was good that's amazing
1: what what um uh what what show would you like to do like if you if, if you could choose one that's obviously out there at the moment what what are you thinking i'd love to give a go at that
0: well well as me or or like hosting or what do you mean Cause I've already done, I'm a celeb and that's the one that I would, I was like, yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you're talking about like a show that uh, I'd love to like host, gladiators is coming back, but they've already got hosts for that. But I was just like, Oh man, I missed out on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't even... You don't fancy yourself as a gladiator? <laughs> oh, no, bro. I, bro, I need to hit the gym for, like, two years before that happens, But I just need to be drinking protein shakes for, like, two years straight. I'm nowhere near that level, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know.
1: I, I, I wasn't going to uh, assume, but uh, the dad bod is oh, certainly bro. a feature
0: of my life. <laughs> Trust me. I'm, I'm like, I've started, like, this hit class at my gym. I'm, like, I'm determined this year. Get rid of it. If they did, like, a celeb gladiator's... I'd be up for uh taking part of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd love to like challenge myself in that way. Yeah. But oh man It's
1: nostalgic as well. I don't it know, is. I don't know how old you are exactly, yeah. but like it Gladiators is. when I was sort of like ten, yeah. eight, Same. nine, ten, something like that, was like Saturday afternoon. It was like that was what we watched. We love it. it was like a big part of our yeah. like weekend. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. So when it came back, well, now that it's coming back, should I say Uh I'm just excited, even I just as a fan, just to see it come back, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm 37, so I'm like you. I grew up in the area where Saturday nights that was the show. We watched that all the time, you know what I'm saying? That was almost like wrestling to us, like back in the day, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, man. Um, but I would love to have been given the opportunity to host that show because I just love it. I love that show so much, man.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe, or, or if they do a celebrity one at some point, yeah. which I'm sure they'll do because yeah. a lot of the times they, they do, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. Yeah, well. Um, it's, 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 it's really good to, um, get an insight into kind of, you know, your approach to fatherhood. Um, what kind of, we obviously we've got a lot of dads uh, and some mums that listen to, listen to the show. What would be your sort of like, I have learned probably the hard way, but I've learned this. What is that nugget of wisdom that you could pass on to other parents listening?
0: I have learned patience and I've learned better communication um, through having a child because sometimes... You forget as a parent that this is a, this is a child. This is a maybe six year old or four year old or whatever, how the age, even if they're teenagers, you forget the fact that you have so much more experience than this little person that's, you know, standing in front of you, talking back to you. And sometimes you try and treat them as though they should be doing adult things when their brain hasn't even fully developed. They're not even. Near, nowhere near where you just got at, where you're just, where you've only just arrived. Let's be real, because we're always changing. Like the me, even in my twenties, I look at and I cringe because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I really thought I was a big person. And now that I'm in my in my late thirties, I'm like, dude, that 25 year old didn't know half the things I know now as a you know almost going on 40 year old so when it comes to children it's just patience and love you know sometimes they may get something wrong but that's not the end of the world you know they've they've got years to grow and so yeah that's that's the thing I would um pass on to parents man just be patient with your child and loving let them make mistakes you know because you did you know
1: yeah and i think that's the thing isn't it we we think like you've got one shot at getting it right in that moment and actually you don't like yes obviously we'd love to get it right in the moment but actually if we have to unpick this over the years to come like it's okay like i mean even the story that you shared earlier like you know your how you handled that in you know three years time you might what you might think oh i didn't handle that quite as well as i thought but it's okay because i'm still having the dialogue with it mm. so it's okay because we, we're, we're refining we're refining everything so yeah it's i think patience is a great shout absolutely a shout um, well, I mean that's a good that's a good place to to close off um what's been a fantastic uh, opportunity just to chat and uh, so thank you for your time, thank you for joining us, and we wish you all the best for uh, your tour or the uh, second part of your tour
0: and also uh, your your new boy or girl. on Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. Honestly, it's been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure talking to you and sharing like. My life, so thank you so much. A Dad's Net Original Podcast.